you need to find an audience market fit. Everybody can watch it. That's so. That's the first thing. Everybody can. My grandma can watch it. Right. It, across all their social media, they have about 120 million followers. These guys started YouTube when it was not cool. They can probably teach this stuff in university, right? And that's where the idea came from. I can sell <laughs> what I can. In a year, they earn between 25 to 50 million. So yeah. clearly we, we chose wrong. Yeah, we chose wrong, man. <laughs> you know, at the beginning, they will be investing a lot of money into acquiring customers. But at a certain point, you just can't keep up, right? You just can't keep right. up because... Will you invest in them? So, there is this debate on YouTube, right? Yep. About which YouTuber is going to become the first billionaires. I, I, I don't know if you heard this, but Mr. Beast, I heard, right? I read somewhere online that a company offered Mr. Beast $1 billion for his YouTube channel and he turned it down. Yeah. So, a lot of people are speculating that Mr. Mr. Beast might become the first YouTube billionaire. But I disagree. I completely disagree. I think it's probably going to be either Logan Paul or KSI. One of those two. And uh, I want us to do a deep dive of the, the business that is going to allow them to become billionaires in this episode. Lovely, man. Uh, okay, let's uh, let, let, let's do that. I actually know quite a bit about about the company, and you know, since you told me, I also tried the drinks, and and um, and you know, you can even see the bottle here. I just brought a bottle <laughs> in today to show you guys that you know, uh, you know, I've tried you know the the, the prime drink. Though I, I'm <laughs> I also have the bottle. <laughs> I actually have three bottles. Right? Jesus, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm gonna try it in the episode so stay stay okay, tuned okay, guys okay, okay. <laughs> and okay, i'm gonna tell you how, what it tastes like <laughs> okay 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 anyway let's uh yeah let's dive into it so let, let, let's talk about the company i mean i mean the company started you know really recently right just just uh a year or so ago and this company just you know came up uh from nowhere and uh actually i would say that you know the, the public actually don't know much about who is the real owner of the company and you know even me before doing this research and diving into this company i actually thought that you know uh logan paul and um and ksi were you know the 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 main owners but you know according to you know the research that i did and what i've learned basically uh there is another company called coco brands and they are based in kentucky in the u.s and is it uh, what well, i think it's uh, Con congo brands Congo, yeah, Congo brand. brand sorry, my, uh, <laughs> my, my bad. Yeah, Congo brand. Yeah, the base in Kentucky, right? I mean, you are in the US, yeah. so you you know, and they seem to be you know like a, a hub for like yep. brands where they kind of create brands and they partner with you know influencers, influencers. to yeah. you know uh, kind of uh, help them take their product uh, to the market. Really. So, anyway, to talking about like the whole hub thing, I've always thought about you know that thing, and for me, that's like a cheat code. It's like you it get. Is. Yeah, you get people together. You just, you know, uh, <laughs> kind of guide them a little bit, uh, provide them with a little bit of instructure, a little bit of infrastructure, and a little bit of structure as well. And then, you know, you get a little bit of equity or sometimes a lot of equity. And in this case, actually, Coco Brand is getting, you know, most of the equity, I believe. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, according to you know what you've read so far, uh, KSI and Logan Paul have a 20% equity in this whole thing, which is very interesting. I don't know what you think about it, though. Yeah, uh, I think this whole approach to building a business is is pretty smart, right? Because you, when you look back and you look at all the influencer businesses, for example, schemes, right? Uh, Kim Kardashian brand, and you have uh, uh, Fenty Beauty, like uh, for uh, Rihanna brand, Mm. right? You look at those two things. I'm sure there are more examples out there, but you look at that and you tell yourself, okay. If you are a good operator, right? You you know how to operate businesses, know how to set up infrastructure, know how to hire, fire, and you know, um, run a company basically. Which I'll tell you, most of the influencers are not really most of them, right? Not all of them, but most of them they are good at you know uh, marketing uh, using their image to ba- basically create uh, some kind of um, um, debates or talk about a product and stuff like that or about themselves because in, in this case if you're an, an influencer you are kind of uh, the product of your company right you are kind of selling yourself so they are good at doing that but yeah. they are not necessarily the best operators so yeah. imagine you take a very you are a good operator and you partner with one of those guys because operators also sometimes have this negative side they are not good at sales or marketing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually very, very, very true. What you are saying is is very on point, actually. Uh, you, you know, for me, I, I really think that this is like a, a, the agency kind of communication or agency business 2.0. And what I mean by agency or communication business is usually, you know, there are like a lot of agencies now that manage, you know, uh, social media or like Instagram and TikTok celebrities. So they will be just managing them and helping them, you know, get their deal, partnership and stuff. I think this is like a great idea, really, if you are in that business, you know, you just come up with, you know, some uh, uh, kind of good things that they can sell. I mean, you bring right. the idea up to them and then, you know, you use their brand in partnership with them to kind of, you know, create product and you guys will sell it to, you know, the the, the influencer community and right. easily, I think you can make a good amount of money from there. So, yeah, that's a good one. Unfortunately for me, though, I don't know any any, <laughs> any social media celebrity, right? So I can't I can't use the ball, man. I, I can give the you know I can give the tips or the teas to right, right, to right, people right. that are listening or watching. But hey, unfortunately, I don't I don't know anyone, <laughs> right? Yeah, but like it's not guaranteed, though. I like to point out that it's it's not guaranteed that you just go to an influencer and you are like going to be successful out of the gate. There is these two podcasters uh, and YouTubers called uh, Samir and Colleen, I think. And they have this uh, saying uh, that as a, a YouTuber or someone who is uh, um, selling, uh, influencing, I'll say, right? Um, you need to find an audience market fit. And this is a term that they've used and I thought it was very interesting. And what that means is, it's just like a product market fit, right? But as an influencer, you need to find a product that will fit with your audience based on your own brand, right? So yeah. if you don't like make sure that you do a very good due diligence before you come up with a product first. So the product that you have to select has to match with the personality of the brand ambassador or the influencer that you are choosing for your business. And in this case, right, 
the owners of Congo Brands have done a very, very, very good job <coughs> at picking their partners because they came up with an energy drink, right? A sport drink. And these two guys, Logan and KSI, man, they, they, they look fit. They look way better than I, I, I look. <laughs> they look <laughs> wait, wait, very, wait. very, very what fit. What do you they, know? I mean, how do, do you know? How do you know these guys? I mean, do you, do you know them that much? Because, I mean, my side, right? You know, I've been on YouTube like everybody else. And, you know, uh, back in the days, I mean, back in the days, I mean, a few years ago, when the whole kind of gaming trend started, right? These guys were like the mogul of, of that, right? They were playing FIFA online. Uh, right. And then they grew like a huge community, you know, at the beginning, and yep. etc. And then, you know, KSI especially moved into like boxing, and him and Logan, the, 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 the fought actually twice, uh, right. and then rapping and, and stuff. And even his album got like number one in the UK, I believe his uh, second album. And, you know, he's been doing quite, quite a lot of stuff. So regarding the fitness side of things, you know, it's like a very, very good part partnership. But I mean, on your side, do you know much about uh, these two? Were you following them? And I don't know, are you a fan or whatever? I'll say on my side, I actually didn't know KSI. I okay. only discovered it him this year actually wow i didn't yeah i didn't know <laughs> ksi so <laughs> yeah that's weird <laughs> whoever is watching this you like i'm telling you my age right <laughs> basically I, I don't know ksi but i knew about logan paul because i'm in tech right and um uh, back in the days i used to follow a startup a lot and you know we talk about startups and businesses on this podcast and at the time there was an app called vine which is an app that will allow you to post, say, like a 30-second video or one-minute video at a time. And that was uh, during, I think, 2000, maybe 2014, 2013, around that time. And, you know, it was the app boom, basically. Like, everybody okay. was creating an app, mm -hmm. right? Everybody was chasing this. Just like AI now, everybody want to create something about AI. Everybody yep. was building an app for either iPhone or Android. And... Vine was one of those apps. It was quite, uh, a little bit successful. People would go and do some kind of sketch comedy or some stupid stuff on there. So that's how I got to know Logan Paul. He was like the most popular person on that app. I don't know if you know King Bash. The, yeah, they were all together at that time. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Vine died. It was bought by Twitter, but they didn't really manage it well, and he mm. died. So these guys moved to YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Okay. And, okay. Um, you know, that's how they started uh, YouTube and Instagram, by the way. Okay. And okay. that's how they started growing their audience. Uh -huh, and I'm all, between both Logan Paul and KSI and uh, across all their social media, they have about 120 million followers, yeah, uh, which is quite big. Yeah, that's many. That's many. That's many. Okay, your, your story of, you know, how you came across them is a good one. That's a good one. Me is just, you know, Googling and, you know, looking for like, uh, so at the time I wanted to improve my FIFA skills. Please don't laugh at me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, one thing, you know, led to another. I, I ended up on um, KSI, KSI videos back then. But I mean, coming back to the business side of things, right? KSI, you know, he's been like quite successful, you know, because it seems like he is the owner of Misfit Boxing. He's like um, a platform that promotes boxing. Uh, he's doing something for vodka that they are calling XI, um, X. 
and it's like a flavored vodka in uh, in, in like cans, which is something quite interesting because it, it reminds me of you know one of our adventure that we wanted to to right. to to do, <laughs> but unfortunately we didn't. Uh, yeah, we we didn't succeed. But I think that that one as well is quite a good idea because you know I've never seen vodka in a can actually. That's something you know re- really good that can work as well. Uh, so I mean, he's he's had few ventures, and the same for uh, uh, KSI, KSI, uh, not KSI, Logan Paul as well. I, I know that he has like um, uh, an apparel kind of company, basically clothing thing. I think it's called Maverick Apparel, and uh, sales were you know sales were great at the beginning, uh, and he had like some partnership with WWE, WWE as well, and those type of things. So uh, I mean, they've been doing all right in terms of like money, and plus their kind of boxing matches that. You know, yeah. field arenas as well. So yeah, they've been they've been doing well. Yeah, these two are really really prolific. They've managed to grow their audience uh, very well. Uh, Logan Paul, uh, you know, remember when you were a kid, right? How we loved WWE. Game. Yeah, like yeah, gaming like, as well, bro. Gaming too, right? So these two, they have the the Gen Z and the, pretty much the, the teenagers. Mm-hmm, kids mm-hmm. who are in the in their teenage years yep. they have that that crowd unlock kind of like unlock unlock for real be- unlock. because just think about it i remember when i was a kid the way i loved wwe i would not miss an episode and yeah. i love all the fa- fighters like at the time um the rock johnson was like one of my favorites <laughs> and and imagine the rock uh, johnson is selling a drink Man, yeah. I'll buy that drink. You buy that okay. drink for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I think for me, right, this thing, uh, I mean, the way they kind of came up, both of them, made me kind of think a little bit about, you know, school and education. And really, I think there is like a, a very famous quote uh, from uh, this guy. I believe his name is like uh, Sam Worf. I forgot his, his his name, basically. But basically, the quote goes by, by like this. It says... Uh, you go to school to learn how to think, and that's it. So I believe that these two, they just went to school to learn how to think, and then maybe they quit and don't do, <laughs> don't. I mean, they didn't do like very long education while where right. they fo- focus on or trying to get like a master's or uh, a PhD. They just went to school to learn, and right. then they, they learn how to think, and then they stop, and then they just brought you know all the things that they learned to to you know kind of making money and stuff but that's that's interesting yeah don't, don't even get me started on the school <laughs> and thinking thing because it's gonna <laughs> take this, post, this podcast in another direction but yeah i can imagine definitely yeah. um yeah. they they re- definitely play their hands very well right if you think about it these these guys started youtube when it was not cool mm. right they had the first mover advantage and they they stuck to it like they they did it for a very long time yeah, yeah they true. can probably teach this stuff in university right true, and true, true, true. today they i think logan paul uh, i googled this a little bit he's worth about um 75 to 130 120 130 million yeah, and logan paul is worth you know around the same mm. and they they both wo- earn in a year, they earn between twenty-five to fifty million. 
That's yeah, a that's lot of money. money. Yeah, that's a lot of right. money for yeah, for young kids. <laughs> so yeah. clearly, we we chose wrong. Yeah, we chose wrong, man. Yeah, you just need to get off the get off the school train as not as early as possible, but man, I, I mean, undergrad is okay, man. Go do something. Anyway, let's uh, yeah, let's come back to the product now. Let's come back to you know the the prime product, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had a look at it, and uh, as I showed you before, you know, I've tried it. Uh, I tried the um, they call it tropical punch. Right. That's the one I tried. But basically, they have like three categories, right? They have like three categories of products. And uh, they call them, uh, I believe, um, uh, one is like hydration, one is uh, energy drink, and then the last one is like hydration plus. So hydration is, uh, according to, you know, what it says on the website, it's targeted, it's, it targets, you know, the, um, what's the, name? the athlete. And they have yep. like fuel taste and stuff. Um and then the energy drink is just full of caffeine, really, and is like right. a, a, an energy source. Right. And they, they also have like few, you know, tastes and flavors or whatever. Uh, and then they have the hydration plus, which is like, um, uh, uh, something that's like blend. You, you need to blend it with water, basically. Yeah. It's uh, basically to, a powder. A powder yeah, exactly. that you blend it with water. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah that's, uh, in terms of like product category, that's like how they kind of broke their product down. But really for me, right, one thing that I usually love a kind of um, understanding regarding their companies when I'm looking at them is, you know, like the type of product. Is it like a commodity? Is it something, uh, you know, that's like special? But in this case, really, is just a commodity, right? It's like a sport right. drink. And, right. you know, every, like, doing a sport, making a sport drink is not rocket science, right? Like, a lot of people right. can do this. And really here, I think they're kind of advantage is the fact that, you know, they are very well known as, you know, we talk about yeah. uh, how they have, you know, the Gen Z on lock and, and also, you know, how they, they use some of the component of this, um, of this drink, like the things that they put into it, they made like very, very good choices. I don't know. Well, what, what, what do you think about this anyway? To be honest, um, <laughs> I'm not the one to drink energy drinks and, um, hydration drinks. Yeah, hydration yeah. is not too bad, but energy drink like ca caffeine I d like i i'm very conscious about like what i put in my body so yep. <laughs> yep. um when you told me we were going to talk about this i did a little research about this yeah I, and i and i wanted to you know by no means i'm not uh you know a gym a gym guy who goes to a gym every day i exercise right but I, i'm not out there sleeping in the gym okay <laughs> Uh, just take everything I'm going to say with a grain of salt. Uh, I'm just presenting facts and data. That's all. <laughs> uh, the data guy. Right. <laughs> so let's start with the nutrition facts, right? Here, I'm going to compare two drinks, like um, the Prime drink and the Gatorade drink, because Gatorade is like one of the biggest uh, brand of uh, mm. energy and uh, um, sports drink in the u.s and i think in the world as well in the world yeah. So, so i think it's only fair if we compare those two because prime is doing some crazy numbers guys so it's only fair if that we compare it to the best because they they are literally taking market share from gatorade so as you can see here these are the nutrition facts right you can see the calorie is like a, about 140 for a 20 ounce bottle of uh, gatorade and um a little bit of sodium, potassium, and uh, 34 gram of sugar, and 36 gram of uh, carbohydrate. 
if you look at prime, it doesn't say the sugar amount here, but in the next slide, you are going to see that. If you see, uh, it has a little bit of uh, about 20 to 25 gram of calories uh, per serving. And this is like for a set for 173 milliliter of prime hydration. A little bit of sodium as well, which is not too bad, too much compared to um, Gatorade. Gatorade has like a, almost 27 times more sodium and very, very small amount of uh, carbohydrate, which is only four gram here. And Gatorade is like 36 gram. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. thing to point out here is the fact that we are not comparing the, the same size to be, right, I mean, right. the same serving, because I think 20 ounce, which is something weird that the US people do. Nobody uses that <laughs> in the world, but that's around <laughs> uh, 500 and, well, 500, uh, nearly 600 milli, uh, mi yeah, milliliter. So, yeah, yeah. It, it is, it's not too far off. Let's mm. just say that. Um, so I have this app that I use uh, whenever I'm buying a processed food. I just scan the, the food labels. And it tells me exactly what is good, what is bad in that, that kind of food, right? And I use this app on the, the prime hydration drink, right? And this is what I'm getting, right? Basically, no fat, which is uh, expected. Uh, a little bit of sugar, 2 grams. A little bit of uh, sodium, like we, we saw before, 10 milligrams, which is not bad. So all those things, and the calories are about 20 calories, right? So all those things great right but when you taste these drinks uh, i haven't actually tasted it yet but you tasted it how does it taste is, is it very sweet actually i'm gonna taste it right now right yeah you can taste it while, while i'm speaking but yeah so here basically you are comparing um i'm not trying to defend prime here but i think you are comparing like a prime hydration which is uh, different from like a Gatorade uh, sports, like very, very like, you know, sport drink that should be maybe full of caffeine or I'm not sure. But coming back to the taste question, right? I think uh, the taste was all right. It was a little bit sweet. Uh, I think that's my drawback regarding regarding it in terms of like sweetener. I'm not a big fan of sweetener. And to be honest, I don't use any you know, hydration or energy drinks. So I'm not the right person to, to judge. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the good thing about the product itself, I would say is the fact that they use a lot of coconut or coconut, um, coconut juice, coconut water, which is quite uh, good for hydration. And, um, also the fact that they have very decent flavors, right? They have like a variation of flavors. Uh, I've tried one only. Uh, so I'm not a product tester, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to mention, I just stated this three and man is extremely sweet. I'm not yeah. saying it has a lot of sugar, but it tastes it's extremely sweet. And I don't like things that are this sweet. They add some other additive to to this drink to make it taste like sugar without actually put putting sugar sugar in it, right? Like I told you before, I care about some of these things because you read these things on the label and you don't know what they do. This is basically the content of what uh Prime has, right? something called dipotassium phosphate. Okay. And basically my app is saying that it's hazardous, right? It contains phosphorus, a chemical element that is essential to the body. However, according to this institute, 
our phosphorus intake is now two or three times greater than needed. So they are putting a lot of that stuff in, in here, which is not good for your health, right? <laughs> but uh, my, my, my point about showing this is not to bring down the company or anything like that. I'm just pointing out the fact, right? These are the additives that they added to the drink, and they are not the only one actually adding this kind of uh, yeah. crazy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So you can see that as um, a grade, my, the app that I'm using is grading this drink as a 39, a poor type of drink, right? It's not good for your health. And if you uh, continue looking through, you have sucralose, which is also another sweetener. So that's the reason why this is extremely sweet. Yep. This is uh, the, the additive, uh, is an artificial sweetener that allow them to give this extra su sweetness to the drink. And uh, I ran this, my app on their hydration stick, which is the powder that you have to mix with a drink. Man, <laughs> the app almost broke. It says it's zero, it rated it at zero over 100. So it's extremely bad for you. The additive are just too much, right? So you can see here, we, we have all this uh, information about all the stuff that they are putting in. But to be fair, I also wanted to compare it to Gatorade, the content of Gatorade. If you look at the hydration drink from Prime and it was rated at 39 over 100, the Gatorade Full Blue Quencher, which is also a hydration drink, is rated at 14. So it's worse than Prime. Okay, <laughs> so if you are trying to pick the best one, Prime yeah, is the best here. Right, Prime right? is the best in this arena, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, this and, is and, crazy one. <laughs> and if you go even further, there is another sport drink, which is uh, the Gatorade Fruit Punch. This is even worse. It has more additive. It's too caloric, meaning that it has too much calories in it and too much sugar. And yeah, it's rated at four over 100. Horrible yeah. for your health. And yeah. the last one, to again be fair and be balanced, there is another one which is called the Gatorade Fit Tropical Mango. It's also a hydration drink, but is rated at 69. So that is even better than the Prime. All the Prime product is better than all the Prime product. Why? It doesn't have a lot of sugar, right? It has one gram of sugar, a little bit of sodium, but not too much. The calorie is very low as well, 10 calories. And all the additive that they added have no hazardous effect on your health. If you look at the product categories or the product type or the, the, the skills that Gatorade carries and the three skills that uh, Prime carries, in the Gatorade family, you can find some product that are much better than Prime. But at the same time, there are very popular products in the Gatorade family that are horrible compared to Prime. We can say that none of them is the best. They are. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? I, yeah, yeah. Someone I, like me will just avoid both of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think in the sports drink industry, right, things are always, I mean, the drinks are always bad for your health, right? And usually what, what I've seen is um, when people are done with like um, an intensive like workout, they usually like to increase their sugar intake. So they will take, they will drink something that has like a lot of sugar and stuff. 
obviously these things are not good for your health um you, right. you know we, we know all the kind of uh, you know scandals around uh, red bull and all those things but hey that's uh, the game you know all these yeah. companies are um are, are you know playing but you know to sum it up what we can say is that in terms of kind of um positives regarding uh, a prime you know they have like uh, a lot of flavors uh they use a lot of you know coconut water uh, which is good for hydration in terms of drawback is the sweetener really is is the sweetener yeah. but the additive uh, again me and you we are not the, the target for this product yeah we, we are not <laughs> we are not targeting <laughs> we, I would we, say we try we to are, stay we, as natural as possible <laughs> <laughs> we are not a target but yeah um cool so i mean in terms of you know how they are doing right in terms of uh how they are marketing this product i think that's what they are doing is amazing actually what they are doing yeah. is amazing and what based on my understanding you know for me it's like they are replicating you know the jordan and the easy yep. uh, type of strategy the strategy that both yeah. these brands use at the beginning which is basically playing with supply and demand right so you have to really make the demand the supply really really small so a scarcity make the product exclusive make it uh, look cool and have you know people to endorse it and then you make the and then you make the demand you know very very big by making the product you know cool obviously when you make the product cool people will try to get access to it yep. but you know the supply is limited so it just yeah. drives people crazy and you know that's that that's the bet and they are doing that really really well really they, uh, they are, that's they how are, they grow they, you know you know, their brand. They I don't know what, what, the what do you think about this yeah yeah they, they are basically creating a sense of uh, scarcity which is not real but is a marketing strategy right mm. if you look at the jordan I'm I'm a big fan of Jordans. Uh, Jesus, I didn't uh, know that. The, not all the Jordans. I like the Jordan one, the the one, the high top Jordans. Okay. okay. So those are the ones that are not like on the market like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's the only Jordan I like, by the way. Okay. So have you invested I I, in Jordan? I, I really want to know that. Have you, have <laughs> no, you, how, no. how much money have you put in Jordans? Man? I, I want to know. Couple of hundreds. <laughs> Really? How many pairs do you have? I'm really curious. <laughs> I think I have like three or four pairs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you are yeah, like yeah, very. Yeah. I, I'm an, I'm a, like a, a beginner. Yeah, yeah you right? are. You are not even a beginner, bro. Uh, you're not right. even a beginner. I'm not even in the league. <laughs> no, no, you're not even in there. I thought you were like, uh, what, what's the name? You're like a collector, you know? No, no, no. You, no, no. you had like I don't know, maybe a no, room no, no. full of uh, no. uh, nice, uh, no. you know, Jordan One high tops. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, I wish the, the Chicago Bulls that sold. I don't know around like one thousand or two thousand dollars. No, uh, no, 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 you know no, no, the, no. the 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 blue university or something I, they call it. I, I, I'm too frugal know. for that. It's <laughs> uh, uh, funny, but it's funny. Here you go, right? Like even today, right? If you go to the Nike site and you try to order these these Jordans, it's not that Nike cannot produce a lot of them. But what do they do? They do something called a drop. So. They will do one of these version of the Jordan one, and release like you know a very limited amount, and it will get sold out in a couple of days, basically. And the reason why I know this is not because I just follow Jordans, but I used to work for an e-commerce company, and um, we used to power the, the Adidas website. And when the Yeezys will drop, right, they they get sold out in maybe an hour or sometimes 
20 or 30 minutes, the whole stock will be gone. Yeah. And the reason why is that people will create these bots. They are just like uh, programs that run on the internet, right? Yeah. And they monitor your site. Kanye will, will tell like before they, it drops that it's mm -hmm. going to drop on this date. These bots will be pinging our site. Mm -hmm. And the moment it drops, they already programmed these bots to buy as many Yeezys as possible. I see. And they, they do it. Something that is $150, you will see it on eBay later because these bots have bought so many and nobody yep. can get it from the Adidas website. Mm -hmm. You will see it for $300, $400, $500, yeah, even yeah, $1,000 sometimes, yep. right? Yeah. It's not that Adidas cannot produce the amount needed. But when you create scarcity, it increases the value of the product, especially when people think the product is cool, like you said, and everybody want to have it. But not everybody can have it, right? So it becomes like um, a, a status symbol. So if you have it, that means that you are either rich, you are cool, and, and something like that. And this plays perfectly with kids. Remember when you are in school, right? You're in high school and the latest shoe is out and you are wearing it and all your friends are jealous. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is the same thing here. But again, a whole demographic of KSI and Logal Paul audience mm. are these kids. They are yep. teenagers in high school. Yeah. They are marketing this drink to teenagers. And mm. teenagers, they like things that are sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they want exactly. to be cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's why me and you, you know, we are not the, the target, you know, for this product. Right. And there is actually a, a natural kind of element to it as well, which is uh, something uh, that people use a lot in music. So basically, right, the things that we do usually, I think, between our when you are 15 to 20, 20, 21, really always stuck with us in terms of like music, in terms of like gaming. Usually that we usually idealize, you know, those uh, kind of period. Right. And I, I mean, for myself, I can tell I can tell you that all the kind of songs and albums that I listened to back then, I can still kind of name some of them because I was too much into yeah. them. <laughs> and if you are in the music industry, right, if you are an artist and then you manage to capture an audience at this time and then you grow with them, they are yours forever. So this is something that both KSI and Logalpon are leveraging like heavily because of this whole gaming thing that they did back then, especially KSI where, you know, he was doing his uh, uh, kind of videos playing game and all the kids, you know, the 15, the 12, the 10 years old, they were watching this and these kids grew with them, grew with him, sorry. And uh, that's like a massive advantage, right? They've got, you know, all these kids on, 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 on lock really. And that's their main market. So they kind of uh, Gen Z, Generation Z uh, uh, kind of kids. And these kids are many really. Like there are a lot of people that are Generation Z. I mean, most of them are not kids anymore. But I believe in the US, they are like 70 million. That's a lot of people. If, if you take like half of it, assuming that half are like into game, gaming and stuff, I think even more than that, right? That's like their customer base. And really... In addition to this, one thing that they've been doing really, really well as well is about like uh, sponsorships. Uh, 
So they have like a sponsorship with NASCAR. So everybody that's in car, car racing, they have a sponsorship with the Premier League here in the UK. Uh, I'm not sure if you know uh, Haaland. Uh, so Haaland is like one of the best strikers in the world now. Uh, they just uh, signed a deal with him few, I believe few months ago and Haaland did um, an ad for them as well with Prime. And they also uh, have a, a sponsorship with, uh, I believe, uh, the, the the LA Dodgers, uh, LA Dodgers, you know, the yeah. baseball team. So yeah. in terms of sponsorship, sponsorship as well, they've been doing really, really well. Um, so yeah, I mean, they are. I mean, kudos to them, right? They are they are doing really, really well in terms of like marketing strategy and you know getting their customer, you know, getting in front of their customers, really, right? You just have to think about the the competence of the people working with uh, Logan and KSI, right? And you also have to think about how much money is really going into marketing this product. I, I can tell you, like, this is marketing on steroids. Because think of this, right? Logan and KSI already have about 120 million people following them. <laughs> That's a huge number. Yep. Like, if you take any other brand... That should be enough, right? <laughs> With all the ad that they are doing, that yeah. should be enough. But no, that's not enough for them. They are reinvesting all it's, the money yeah. that they are making into making the brand very known. For exactly. example, a 30-second ad in the Super Bowl in the US is about 1 to 3 million, I think. A 30-second ad. Last f uh, Super Bowl... Prime was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. This is a 30-second ad. That's going to run on that day. And that's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. Now, yeah. talk about the, the Premier League. This is one of the most watched soccer league in the world. Exactly, bro. How are they even getting these deals? Because from what I heard, <laughs> Gatorade was the one be sponsoring that um, the Premier League before. No, I didn't even know. Yeah. And they yeah. were able to get that deal despite yeah. being a smaller company. Smaller company. Yeah. So you have to mm. think of the kind of people who are operating this business. They really want to take market share from the big guys as quickly yeah. as possible, efficiently as possible. Yeah, yeah. There, there is something that you mentioned that I wanted to, to kind of jump on, which is about uh, the marketing spend, right? Uh, and this is why I hate, I'm, I'm measuring my world here. Yeah, I really hate uh, like commodity type companies, right? I just hate them. And I hate them because of one thing, cost of customer acquisition. Yeah, It is so damn high. If you are doing like products that, you know, uh, can be manufactured by anyone to acquire customer for these products is very, very difficult. It and is. you have to invest a lot of money. And there are tons of money that, uh, tons of companies, sorry, that, you know, at the beginning, they will be investing a lot of money into acquiring customers. But at a certain point, you just can't keep up, right? You just can't keep right. up because to grow, you have to invest a lot of money. To right. grow, you have to invest a lot of money. So that's one thing right. that I don't, I don't like about, you know, a very kind of commodity type. Uh, you, you are absolutely businesses. right. You're absolutely right because uh, I watched this business show called Shark Tank. Uh, mm. It's like a reality TV where people come and pitch their their companies and yep. get funding, right? And whenever people bring their drink 
or some kind of drink company there, they will tell them that, man, like this, this space, the drink space, for example, especially in the US, is so saturated. There are Please, so many bro. drinks. Please. There are so many drinks. There is so much competition that in order to grow, you have to spend money like crazy. You, you oh, have yeah. to. Like, there is no way. It, it doesn't matter if you're, you have the best, the healthiest drink on the planet, right? It doesn't really matter. You have to market, market, spend money to Just get your money. brand in front yeah. of people all the time. Yeah. So the, they, they are really cash heavy business. Yeah, cash heavy businesses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's but it. the funny thing, mm. the funny <laughs> thing, the, this is again like, this is what is so impressive about uh, Logan Paul and and uh, KSI, because this initial influence that they have, this initial following that they have, the marketing that they are doing, those two are doing for prime, the prime company, the prime drink, is almost for free. Not completely for free because Logan and KSI have equity in the company, but that is the price the company had to pay to get that free marketing. Exactly. And where are you going to get that free marketing if you are just one of those companies and you don't have any influencer and you don't have any deal going on for yourself? Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's totally true, man. That's totally true. And, you know, coming back to the to, to the market, you know, when you were saying that the market is very saturated, man, that's that's very true. It's saturated and then it's consolidated. So consolidated meaning that it's just dominated by few, few players, right? Yep. So yep. in, ter in terms of like size, right, this market, uh, the kind of um, sport drink market globally, you know, is around like 27 billion USD in 2022. The market is actually growing decently, right? And they are projecting it to grow at around like 5%. And in 2030, it's going to be reaching, reaching, sorry, around like 30, 37 billion, which is, you know, which is quite good, you know, for a market. But there are just so many big players in this market. And in terms of like uh, the drivers of this market is, you know, just ma mainly the the whole kind of sports trend that is around now. Like everybody want to be, is actually contract contradictory, right? If you think about it, because there is a whole fitness trend going on. Everybody want to look nice. Everybody, wanna be, yep. everybody want to, yep. you know, show up, uh, show their muscle, and and stuff. Uh, go to the gym, be fit. But at the same time, uh, they are, you know, also, you know, thinking of health. So basically, what I'm saying here is that, you know, there is a group of people saying that we want to be fit. They are using all the proteins that are like manufactured and stuff, which is no good for health and drinking all these drinks that are not amazing <laughs> for health. But at the same time, these people want to be healthy as well. And they are following all the kind of healthy trends and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just very, um, very interesting to me, but I don't know what's yeah. your take on this. This is a business podcast, right? So regardless of how you feel or whether you like something or not, like me, for example, I, I, I'm not really a customer for, for Prime, right? Uh, this is my first and last time drinking this, right? <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter whether I like it or not. That's because the, if you want to be good at business, right? Or to be good at, uh, to be a good entrepreneur, you have to be observant. You have to know the trends, what is going on in the market. And maybe 
if you are a good operator or, or you are a good implementation guy, you can come up with an idea based on the trends and, you know, profit from that, right? Capitalize on the trend. And health is a trend, especially in the U.S. where we have the highest obesity in the world, right? Mm. Here, eating healthy is something that a lot of people care about now. So even if you you feel like, oh, I go to the gym, I don't drink any anything unhealthy, the market is the market. If you are an entrepreneur and you know something about the field and you know you can deliver some value, it's for you to go out, find a train, and see where you can bring a differentiator to the market. Yeah. And that's yeah. what Logan Paul and um, KSI, KSI yeah. Prime Energy Drink are doing. They They reduce... Like, no matter how we criticize them, right? The fact is that their product has less sugar. Mm -hmm. And sugar, like, if you go to, you are watching any mainstream media, a lot of people are talking about how bad sugar is, is yep. for you. Even yep. on YouTube here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So and they are capitalizing on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you, right? Because even in, in the UK, even now, I, I've heard of, you know, things around sugar, in terms of like laws that they are planning to put in place so that in supermarkets, sugarish stuff, things that have a lot of sugar are not at places where everybody can see them very easily and then just buy them. Uh, so that's one thing uh, that I learned, uh, but it hasn't been implemented yet. But uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking also about uh, the uh, kind of players in this market saying that the market is very saturated and consolidated and really there are like very few big, very few players, right? There is Coca-Cola right. and yep. the main ones are Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Yeah, Coca-Cola Coca are the, <laughs> are the yeah, biggest players here. They are. They, they are, consolidated they are. the market. They own all the brands that are, yeah. um, you know, um, operating or doing well in, in this uh, space. So when we are talking about revenue, Prime is among the biggest players, right? So the biggest of the biggest in this category, the sport drink category, energy drink category is Gatorade, right? Their revenue is about 6.7 billion and is followed by Body Armor, 1.4 billion. Body Armor, if you heard of the name before, was just like Prem, was using influencer marketing, right? One of the biggest backers for Body Armor was the late Kobe brand. I think the company was purchased later by either Coke or Pepsi for about uh, one or two billion or something like that. I don't yeah. remember the exact. Yeah, well, Body Armor used to be, um, I mean, now it's, like, it's a Coke company. So basically, yeah. they're under Coke and they bought it in 2021 for 1.4, I believe, 1.4 billion. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. And it was making about the same in revenue as how much it was bought. So basically, it's probably worth three or four times that now. Five Hour Energy. Five Hour Energy is, um, I don't know if you know, you, you've heard of this. In the US, it's pretty popular. No, I've, I've, never, I've never come across it here. Yeah. No. Yeah, it is like a very small bottle, like a five milliliter bottle, no. and and um, basically they are like shots. You just take them, and they are full of uh, caffeine. Caffeine, of course. Yeah, yeah, and, and you feel super, 
you know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Once you take it, basically. Yeah. If I drink yeah. those, I will die for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you have sure. Lucosate, which is a smaller brand. Um, is more popular in India. Like, it's also in the US, but it's more it's popular internationally in India yeah. and Africa. It's actually very popular in the UK. Yeah, it's, it's oh, one of the main okay. ones. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, one of the I main see. ones. Yeah, look at oh, this. is everywhere here. And I know a lot of people that, even me, I, I, I drank it maybe one or twice. But All right. yeah, it's very, very popular. Yeah. Yeah. The revenue is pretty sizable as well. Is about $800 million. You have Rockstar Energy which is about 487 million sales. Um, Bang, uh, I don't, I'm not too familiar with this brand, but they also make about 300 million. And the main suspect here, Prime, which is $250 million in revenue. And Prime is a very, very like recent brand. Like it hasn't been around for a long time compared to these other ones but is making these numbers. So you have to respect it. Liquid death, just selling water, 130 million. <laughs> hey, I, I love liquid death, man. I saw this guy's uh, uh, kind of how he came up with the product and everything on YouTube. And I was like, bro, this is crazy. And the the whole, I mean, just to give like a quick recap on, on the story, right? This yeah. guy said that, okay, he used to uh, go to uh, rock stars, like rock concerts. Right. And at rock concert, really, Red Bull was the main, Red Bull and Monster uh, were the main, you know, sponsors. Right. So they give a lot of Red Bull to, you know, the the artists, you know, on the guitar and all those things. But what he realized is the fact that these artists will usually drink only one Red Bull or just throw it away and then put water to into it. And then right. when they are playing, they just drink, you know, their water. That's, yeah. that's what they were doing. And that's where the idea came from. <laughs> I can sell water in cans. And this guy came up with like an amazing marketing, yeah. which is just making this product very, very cool. And by making it cool, right? This guy just put like a skull, like a, yeah. a head, like, yep. like a skull yep. uh, on, you know, on the can. And it's very, very similar to uh, this guy. Oh, what's the name of this guy? I forgot this French guy that made t-shirt with skull and bling bling. Back then it was like, maybe 10 years ago and he was so popular really and all his t-shirt was like everybody was wearing it even me i was i was wearing it yeah i think all, i remember all, all that. i don't stars. remember the name of the person oh, man, but i forgot the yeah, name of this guy yeah he's, i think anybody is uh, something i forgot, I forgot yeah anybody who was alive 10 years ago knew like there were a lot of t-shirts with skulls on it <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah basically this is this is all this guy did and with yeah. this great marketing, right? He was just selling, he started selling water, man. This is so crazy. It's so crazy. And, and he tells you, like, this is again a business podcast and the career and tech and all that stuff. But he tells you the power of marketing, right? If you are good at convincing people to do something, there is no way you won't be successful, right? And this is the prime example. <laughs> right of of what is going on here with uh liquid death right it, it, it's crazy that someone would just put water in can you know and draw a skull on it and make it very very masculine and people will be drawn to it, it, it it's yeah. crazy but 
Do you, do you, you even, what do you even know the price? Do you even know the it's, price of these water? The water in the can? Yeah, it's more expensive than the regular Jesus. water in a bottle. Jesus. Yeah. I think one, one can is about like $2 or something. You can what? Google it. I, I'm not too sure, but the last I, time I checked. The sparkling water pack, I think it's 15 pound here. And the pack has, uh, I believe, maybe six or eight. So, I mean, it's, it's very expensive for water, really. I, can, I mean, I can just open my tap and get some water. But hey, man, <laughs> this is crazy, bro. That's what it is, right? Um, do a lot of marketing yeah. and you will be successful. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, again, like, it, it doesn't mean just go put all your money in marketing. Be, be smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there are like few companies that are not, are not on this list, uh, like Red yeah. Bull and stuff. But really, we are, we are saying that the market is like very consolidated, right? That Coca-Cola yeah. uh, owns like is, you know, the main kind of the main player brands. here. Yeah, so Monster is owned by, uh, you know, Coca-Cola, Powerade owned by Coca-Cola, Body Armor, Coca-Cola, and then Fuse as well, Coca-Cola. And if you right. put those together, it's like $10 billion in terms of revenue. Right. And Pepsi owns uh, Gatorade, Celsius, Celsius, and then Rockstar Energy Drink as well. So put those together, it's like $3 billion. So if you think of the markets, you know, that we talk about in terms of size being around like 27 billion. So basically Coca-Cola has around like a third of this market, which is around like 30%. And then Pepsi will have like 10%. And then you have Lucodes that will have maybe 7%. And then right. Red Bull as well will have uh, uh, around like the 20% uh, or so. But yeah, as, as you see, it's, it's Coca-Cola and Pe Pepsi, really. So yeah, right. This makes me want to ask you a question, right? Coca-Cola and Pepsi are both public companies. Will you invest in them? Wow, that's <laughs> that's a very good question. I've actually haven't thought about that. I've I haven't thought about that. But hmm, I would say my because answer. Whew, I'm just thinking. I think over the long term, right? Maybe. But one thing I'm afraid of regarding Coca-Cola and Pepsi is about their recipe, right? Because I know that r their recipe is like the main thing that they have and they protect it so much and they don't want to share it with like a lot of but does the it world, matter, basically. Though. Does it matter um, because they own the majority yeah. of the drinks. Yeah. So this is my take on this, right? Mm -hmm. Again, this is not financial advice for anyone. This is two random dudes talking about Coca-Cola <laughs> and Pepsi on YouTube. So yeah. Take this as uh, just two random dudes talking, <laughs> not financial advice. But this is my take, right? If you look at Coca-Cola and Pepsi, the own majority of the market. Um, from if I'm going to say something positive, is that in who they are so big that it's going to be very difficult to come and remove them from their place basically for to, to to compete with them and whenever they see a smaller brand that is coming up to compete with them they just buy the brand and mm. it becomes the, the company becomes bigger right so they have a chokehold on on the market the drink market both of them so from that point of view i can say it's a great investment and i think uh, both of their stock will give you dividends as well on the uh, other uh, side uh -huh. right with what we were just saying about health, being healthy, drinking things that don't have too many additives, too many, um, you know, uh, artificial sweeteners and all that stuff. 
if the world start like shifting completely into that direction then which is a very big if because people love sugar no matter what you say you can say it's going to kill them right now they will still drink it okay so that is a big if if the the world shifts into that direction where or even there are laws let's say there are laws that will prevent them for from using some of their uh, artificial sweeteners or some of the 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 level of sugar that they are putting in these drinks then at that point i'll say they are in trouble but again these are big companies mm. they have a lot of power they can influence a lot of uh, pol- politics so i don't think this will be happening anytime soon but I that's mean, my take yeah i mean in a way that's why i i actually didn't have like a strong a strong kind of take on this because this is a very uh, tricky one right so i mean as you say they they control the market right and on that side they control the like the competition and whatever on that side i don't have any any argument on that thing that i'm scared of is you know the healthy trend and this right. healthy trend has kind of impacted a lot of companies in the past regarding you know health trends that companies didn't follow and the government i gave you the example of the in the uk here where you know there are kind of thinking of some laws to uh you know hide um right you know drinks and food that have a lot of uh like sugar in them uh yep. they, they yep. don't want to put them like on a top shelf anymore they'll put right. it like at the bottom shelf or somewhere where to get it you have to do a little bit of effort so right. those type of thing can really impact this and just to yep. give you an example right there is a company called rjr nabisco so if i'm right rjr nabisco used to be the owner of uh malboro if i'm right you know malboro right yeah, the Mal- uh, cigarette, the cigarette, uh, brand. cigarette company. Yep. Yeah, if I'm right, they they used to be the 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 owner of yeah they they used to be the owner of Marlboro, Marlboro, Camel, and and all those cigarette right. brands. And back in the nineties, right when the whole so in the seventies and in the eighties, everybody was smoking cigarette, right? Like everybody yep. was smoking, and that's like you see yep. ads of athletes, you know, smoking after they they play basketball or whatever. But in the 90s, this whole thing started changing, right? And RJR Nabisco, they didn't follow that trend and they didn't invest in, you know, uh, mm. trying to make their product better in order to meet those new standards. And then the lack behind and another company came and took their place. So it it goes, I mean, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm saying that this is a very, very, you know, very tricky one. Uh, yeah. Because if you think of that, you'll be like, hmm. Because RGR Nabisco, for example, I think in the 90s, their sales drop by like 20 or 30%. I don't remember the exact numbers, but in terms of sales, their numbers dropped crazily and they, they couldn't even understand it because these guys didn't even, you know, were not thinking about, you know, what the market was was um, was doing and, and, and stuff. But uh yeah i mean personally i wouldn't invest in coca-cola at the moment right i wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that that's my thing it's too tricky for uh, me it's too risky if i was going to invest uh I, I don't think that will be the reason that will deter me from deter me from investing um i i can say these companies are so big and so influential <laughs> and they they have lobby lobbying power right they they lobby a lot of politicians so that laws like this laws that will prevent them from um 
selling or putting their products in the down shelf or the upper shelves or stuff like that. Especially in the U.S., I can. I, it, it's very difficult for me to see that because mm-hmm. these companies are so big and they have a lot of people working with them to lobby the politicians to never do stuff like that. So it is what it is. But yeah. America is very cap- capitalist here. Here we we don't have free healthcare, right? <laughs> and uh, there is a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in the US, but man, globally, really, I don't, I don't, I don't see this. But one thing, thing that can work in their favor is that sugar is very addictive. You know, sugar is more addictive than any drug that you can take. Yep. So yep. Uh, that can you know really really. I mean, it's the same for nicotine as well. Nicotine is very addictive, yep. but still, all those. Um, all those cells from RGR and Nabisco were, were lost. And I think this topic, yeah, I, we, need, we, we, you know, we need to come, come back to it because RGR it, and Nabisco is, is a very interesting kind of it, company. It's true. And uh, even today, right? Mm. Like when you are buying cigarettes, yeah, man, you, you are making a good point because today when you are bu- buying cigarettes before, mm. like 30 years ago, you could go in any supermarket and just pick up a pack of cigarettes and, buy it and you know today when you want to buy a cigarette the cigarette is no longer like um, where you can just take it yeah you have to go to the clerk and the clerk has to give you the cigarette and sometimes they will even ask for your id and on the cigarette pack some in some countries yeah is is there are pictures and uh things that are written on the, the pack that says that you know this can give you lung cancer and stuff yeah. like that yeah and and the moment they start doing this for certain mm-hmm. drinks, and that's gonna be a bad a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are you are totally right. And I was talking about RJ Nabisco, <laughs> right? Because yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, this company was bought actually. It, it doesn't exist anymore. Actually, the company right. was uh, kind of broke down. It doesn't exist anymore. It's it was bought by uh, you know KKR. KKR is like one of the largest private equity in the world. And okay. they have like the record in terms of like the biggest and largest acquisition ever done. And this company was bought for 25 billion in, mm. uh, in 1997, I believe. And it was a huge drama and, and whatever. So maybe we'll come back to this later. But yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> let's, let, let's go back to Prime. <laughs> let's go back to Prime. Yeah, let's go back to Prime. So. Yeah, go let's ahead. talk a little bit about the valuation of uh, some of these companies as well, right? This is the data that we are able to find on the internet about some of these companies. Uh, Monster Beverage is about $57 billion. Celsius, which I believe is a, a public company, the, its market cap is about $13 billion. It might be lower because the stock market is low currently, but this is the valuation currently. Uh, Body Armor, $8 billion. Rockstar Energy, $4 billion. Uh, Neutral Bolt, $2.8. Lucose, $2.1. Liquid Death, $700 million. Man, I'm so impressed. <laughs> Bang and Fuse. Bang is about 362 and Fuse is about $250 million. And if you go back to the revenue, you can see different um, multiples. Uh, looking at revenues uh, and uh, valuation here. And uh, from our calculation, we are able to determine that the multiple will be between 4.6 or 4.5 up to 13 multiplier for between the revenue and the valuation. So 
just based on those two factors, we are estimating that Prime could be worth between $5 billion and about $8 billion as of 2022. And 2023, they are projected to make about um, $600 million in revenue. If we are a little bit more conservative, that will be less. We can bring it down to $400 million. And based on the, the two multipliers that we use, on the higher end, we could value Prime towards $10 billion. And uh, we can now talk about who is going to be a billionaire or who is not going to be a billionaire. But this is the valuation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on my side, I would say I would kind of stay at the safe, uh, you know, the safe side of the valuation. And I would say something around like five or six million, six billion, sorry. That will, that will be, you know, on the, on the very safe side for me. But yeah, regarding who is going to be a billionaire, I mean, this is something that a lot of people, you know, have been talking about on YouTube, as you said, you know, at the beginning of the, of the podcast. Yeah, me personally, I think that, you know, by selling these companies in the next, I don't know, Let's say if they sell it now, I don't think anyone is gonna be a billionaire. That's that's just my <laughs> my take on it. Because uh, you know, if I say you know it's, it's five billion, right? Um, five billion, um, and they have twenty percent, you know, a, a share of this whole thing. So five billion, twenty percent share. That's one billion. One yeah. billion. If they are two, they divide it by two. That's five hundred. Five hundred. They have to pay the tax guy. That's like 300. So, yeah, they, yeah, but, they are not but, billion, billionaires. <laughs> again, the, the, the media is not very clear about how much ownership they have. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are, they are saying 20%, but we don't know if both of them have 20% or each of them has 20%. They have 20% each. Mm. So that means both of them will be 40%. Yeah. In that case, mm. everybody is making $1 billion. Even if they are forty percent, I think even right. if they are twenty percent, if if we take five billion, everybody's gonna be making uh, five hundred million. Because yeah, you you are thinking after tax. Yeah, after tax, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not considering <laughs> tax. I'm I'm considering the value of the property, the value of the assets that they have, right? Yeah. Because they are um, not uh, unless and and these deals, right? These deals don't sometimes. It can be an all-cash deal, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where another company comes and they just buy everything out. Mm -hmm. But it will be foolish to for a company to come, mm -hmm. buy it, and not have some kind of uh, clause in the contract to keep them as promoters for the brand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It will be foolish, right? Yeah, totally. And, 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 and you want the brand to grow to a, a certain size where is is like a Gatorade where the brand is so known that it doesn't need an influencer to, to push it anymore. Yeah. For that to happen, and maybe that's why they are spending so much on advertising, right? But for that to happen, you, you want to reach a certain scale, and by the time they reach that scale, we, are no we will not be talking about 5 billion. We will be talking about 20, yeah. 30 billion yeah. at that point. Yeah. Well, what I would say is that if they wait in three years, if they wait and grow the company, and then in three years, they will, they will be billionaire. But if they're selling now, I think what will happen is that they will get some cash and then they will, you know, they will, they will give them a little bit of, um, 
uh, equity in the company. I mean, they will keep a little bit right. of equity, maybe 5%, or right. I don't know, maybe like 2%, and that's not going to make them a billionaire, right? So for me, what I would say is you stick in for, you stick in this kind of, you know, what you are doing for like the next maybe three years, you grow with the market. They are even growing like way above the market, right? Because the market growth yeah. is at 4%. You do that for another three years with all the ads and all the, the kind of, uh, you know, things that they are doing. And then if you were to sell this, I mean, the revenue will be will be way higher. Than the, whole, the revenue will be over the 1 billion. Right. And with the revenue being over the, over the billion and we apply like a very high multiple, maybe they can get there, yeah? If we take, the situation they are in, right? And let's compare it to Mr. Beast, right? <laughs> Mr. Beast has a couple of companies himself. He has his YouTube channel, <laughs> which is one of the biggest in the world, <laughs> which generates more money than most channels, right? <laughs> but that thing, it's a lot of money <laughs> because all his money is reinvested in creating content, yep. right? <laughs> is a good engine for marketing, but at the same time... um. I don't know if it's very difficult to value it, or, or I, don't, I don't know if you understand. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very difficult to value it. Yeah, yeah. Because it has so. First of all, they are built on someone else's platform, mm -hmm. YouTube, right? Yeah. So there is no real ownership. Yeah, they can take their content and move it to another platform, but that's not something that is easy to do. So they have their content, and. Should we ask maybe, like, is Netflix going to license this content? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. The content is viewed, but it's, it's for free on YouTube. Wow. Why will, will Netflix li license it? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, I mean. the val it's hard to value Mr. Beast's uh, YouTube company. Now, let's take uh, the, his other stuff. Uh, he has uh, his uh, chocolate brand. Okay, that he, uh, he he sells, um, I think that makes some money, but we are. I, I don't think he's making two hundred and fifty million in 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 sales. He tried the Mister uh, Mister Beast Burger stuff, which didn't go well. Okay. He's shutting that down, so he's he's probably taking some loss there. So definitely, for Logan Paul and KSI to become billionaires compared to Mister Beast, <laughs> a path to success for both of those guys is much easier than what Mr. Beast is doing. Hmm. But again, Mr. Beast is not trying to become a billionaire. He did say on the podcast that he will be a billionaire at some point, but he's, that's not his main goal. Yeah. Right? Uh, but someone offered him a, a billion for his channel, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So that means his channel is worth a billion then. <laughs> Cause we can say that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's, the good thing about what he does is that his channel is uh, it's gonna live through time, right? It's not something that is it though. I think is so. it. I think like, well, for, for everybody can watch it. That's so. That's the first thing. Everybody can. My grandma can watch it. Right. It's true. My grandma can watch it. <laughs> and what is good for him? I think he's got like a really good. Um, I think he can sell himself, which is a great thing. Like he can go to Netflix and be like, okay. I can create a show or a series for you guys and I will sell it to you. And he's produced stuff before because he's been producing, you know, great gigs, you know, on YouTube and he's been putting in like tons of, you know, 
millions and the ideas are very stupid but it's it it keeps you there right you you still watch it till the end so so um, if they were to spin that in a production company yeah then i can really see the value Mm. because now they are not just dependent on youtube Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they 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 have some ip yeah that they can sell yeah. Right now, everything is on YouTube for free, yeah, yeah. and people are watching it without, you know, paying anything. Yeah. But if you want that exclusivity, mm-hmm. you go develop a show, yeah. sell it to Netflix, sell it to all those yeah. big networks, and, and then you have a real. Wouldn't you say that is the same thing though for KSI and uh, what's the name, and, and Logan Paul? It's like Mr. Beast is in partnership with YouTube, right? And maybe he's right. like, maybe, I don't know, is he 50-50 or 40-60? Maybe he has 40%, then YouTube has like 60%, right? Because you should, you should get... 50, 50, I think it's 50-50 okay. for the ad revenue. Okay, right? so sure. YouTube get like some money on the ad, but if you think about it, the app that, the ad that YouTube plays is not the only thing that he sells, right? Maybe he gets like other ads revenue from some other stuff that he does. Already. Right, so th- that is a good point that you brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked about this, this, this in the past because... Mm-hmm. His videos get so many views that it's too expensive <laughs> for <laughs> for companies to advertise okay. in, in his in his videos. So this is the reason why he has to launch his own companies so he can advertise those companies. Because to be promoted in a Mr. Beast video is gonna cost you as much as your advertising budget for a year. Yeah. That's yeah. for most companies. So it doesn't make sense. Right, and Mr. Beast will not give you a discount because you don't have the money. He's a business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he decided, okay, since I can promote other people's stuff, mm. let me promote my own stuff. That's why he went to Mr. Beast. So again, again, this is an uh, something that people should learn from. Being just an influencer doesn't guarantee that you will be successful, right? If not, Mr. Beast Burger will have been successful. Mm-hmm. Implementation is very, very important when you are starting a business. Yeah. You have to be very good at implementing your business. So I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the burger thing, I think that's that's the wrong thing to do, right? You have to do something that, has, I mean, you, you used the word before that was like market fit audience, or audience o- fit. Audience market, market fit. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to do that. I mean, one guy that's doing the same thing now that I'm a little bit concerned about, I mean... I don't know him and who I am, by the way, uh, is uh, M- MKBHT. So he just yep. released some shoes recently. Right. Um, and I was, I mean, for me, right, he's like the tech guy, right? So yep. I was expecting him to kind of release tech stuff and, you know, and he, he, he even said on one of the podcasts that he was actually in a partnership with a company to, yep. you know, come up with a phone. But they didn't want much of his input, right? The phone was done, almost done, like 80%, like 90%. And he was right. just coming to, you know, tweak maybe little things. Right. Uh, and then they would put his name on it and he refused. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more looking, you know, for him to do like something around tech, not shoes. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, for me to wrap it up, right, what I would say is that for uh, KSI and uh, uh, Logan Paul, I mean, they've been doing great, right? And uh, this prime uh, kind of business is, is a really, really good one. They just need to, you know, stick with it uh, for the next two or three years and then they can, you know, go and sell basically um and i'm saying this because i think for me that's the only option right because 
I don't see them becoming the market leader of this of this industry because Coca-Cola is there and it's not going to leave anytime soon. Pepsi is there. Red Bull is there. So they can't compete with those. They just need to, to grow a little bit more and then the sell. And to sell, they can sell to those, you know, those big ones, the, you know, the, the drinks company. Or they can go toward the um, the food companies, so the Unilever and etc. etc. Yep. They will be interested as well. Uh, so yeah, for me, I think that's um, I would say yeah, that's my conclusion basically. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree. Uh, to to yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mostly agree. I, mostly, I, I mostly agree. <laughs> okay, because mm. uh, like in their shoes, right? They are not really business operators and. Do they really want to carry this brand for the next ten years? If the company was to go the IPO route, right? So you have to be in for the very, very, very mm. long run. So mm. are they willing to do that? Mm. Probably not. So the best alternative would be to be bought out by, you know, the Coca Colas and uh, PepsiCo's for you know a good, you know, ten billion and you know become billionaires. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, let's wrap it up, man. It was a great chat. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, uh, don't forget to, to subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know, really, you need to subscribe to support us. And also, we have a newsletter. The link is going to be in the description. If you want to have, you know, a kind of brief summary of what we just talked about uh, in a really, really kind of nice way, you know, go and click on that link and subscribe to our newsletter. So, thank you, man. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money.